right here, right now. Hey, Moni. Hey, Katie. Hey. Oh, that was oh. cute. Did you hear the poodle bark, y'all? That was a poodle. We startled her. She's in the room. She's taking a nap. She's adorable. If you haven't seen a picture of Winnie the Poodle, you should go to our Instagram at right here underscore right now and look at Winnie the Poodle. She's precious. She likes to listen to the podcast and she wears headphones. Yep. And she does. She's our mascot. Yeah. So now that you know Winnie um, and you know us because of the last podcast. Yeah. We are. Do you really know us? I mean. There's so much to reveal. So much yet to tell. This is Katie over here, though. She's looking at me. She's got red hair. <laughs> <laughs> That's all. Not to say too much. I don't want to reveal too much to yeah. say. Yeah. And here's Monica. Her hair's down, and it's looking pretty, pretty styled. I thought you were going to say brown because it rhymed. <laughs> yeah. Down and brown. Yeah. I'm really surprised that you didn't go there with that. One other thing to know about Monica is she is wearing her Lion King shirt today, which says Akuna Matata. And during our errands earlier, it got two comments. It got a lot of feedback out yeah. about in the community. Yeah. Which it's a wonderful phrase. Hakuna Matata. It means no worries. For the rest of your days. It's our problem free. Philosophy. Hakuna Matata. Right. Don't forget the ha huh at the beginning. Huh. I feel like a lot of people leave that out. It's just a kuna. Yeah. But I think it's important to get the huh. Well, we think it's important to get the ha 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 out of anything. Yeah. So that's what we're looking to get yeah. is that ha ha ha. Yeah. But kuna. not like a hyena ha. Huh? You know, you got to be careful to keep it like the. The, the hyena is more of a hiya. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Hiya, hyena. Yeah. I was thinking more of the hyena's laugh, but you know, I sure which hyena. we can totally imitate. Hi, 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 hi. We felt confident in our hyena laugh. I don't feel very no, confident enough to say anything else on the topic other than <laughs> I'm excited for the Lion King uh live. We don't know when it's coming out. No, we neither did the person at the store today. Nope. He didn't know. But we're but waiting we're excited. anxiously. Yep. Yay. The new one. Actually, I talked about Mufasa in that one story when we did creative writing. We, the Lion King came up in one of my stories oh, yeah. in the last couple of weeks. That's oh my funny. gosh, it did. It's ingrained. Yeah, it was actually her story took a dark turn. I know it was really. It was sad. not dark. It was just sad. That happens. That happens. You never know what's in there. So speaking of that, when I wrote that story, I remember I was like, "This is really weird," and it's going in a dark direction. And should I go there? I was really starting to question whether it was like appropriate or something because we were on a road trip and it was fun. And then this dark story started to unfold itself. And my mm -hmm. inner critic was like, no, make it happy. Blah, yeah. blah. But I had to like squash that because the story needed that sad element. Yeah. Which is taking me on a tangent as soon as I said that to inside out because of sadness. Oh, that whole it's all just... part of everything. You have to have the happy and the sad. You can't have the happy without the sad. It's all a circle um would you call it the circle of life i think I could, <laughs> yeah i think i could i think i could go you there just go back to that for a um but yeah i feel like for me as you know i feel like a lot my inner critic is there i hear her and she's many voices at different mm -hmm. times um i don't i think everyone probably oh yeah most i mean they must for sure like in maybe the form of a parent or a teacher or a sibling or an old friend or just there's so many voices it can come in and it's so sad that it's usually 
And you know, this reminds me also of recently we were having a conversation about uh, the bricks we lay in life. And Monica was giving me this awesome example of uh, a relationship. And in a relationship, you lay down all of these bricks and they're all perfectly laid and they're beautiful. And then all of a sudden, one person in the relationship, always, this I mean we're not perfect beings ever, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they lay a brick the wrong direction. And suddenly that is the brick that's pointed out. All these bricks are laid really well, but it's the brick that is is laid down incorrectly that gets the attention all of a sudden when we're in the heat of a moment in the argument um those are the bricks that get noticed Mm -hmm. and so just thinking about that relating to the inner critic wouldn't it be wonderful if (laughs) we had those voices of all the compliments we've received our parents have given us so many wonderful things our siblings our friends everybody has given us so much beautiful stuff Mm -hmm. and insight to work with but they say one thing yeah and that's what you hold on to and that's what we do to ourselves we know that we've freaking got this Mm -hmm. yet sometimes when you're trying to go to sleep at night just are like holding on to what you said or what you didn't say or that that those voices that come into you questioning doubt and self-doubt it's so prevalent yeah that's such a great concept is like when you hear that inner critic to then imagine someone else in there bowing up and saying no you know what you are completely capable you have all of this capacity to do whatever it is that you're setting out Mm -hmm. and and screw those people who are in your head telling you otherwise yeah because they're not living this life and they don't have to live with your decisions and that's really something that we we really wanted to tie into this is to help squash the inner critic inside of us and to help you guys squash your inner Mm -hmm. critic. Mm -hmm. So if that's something that you've kind of been dealing with, I know a lot of my friends have that going on because we all do. We all do. It's Um, a big shadow. Yeah. But without the shadow, you couldn't have. Yeah. You know, there's. I know. (laughs) Shadows and light, interplay. Yeah. Insert comment here. Mm -hmm. And then to have that cheerleader friend that you can always go to when the inner critic, Monica, you're one of those people for me, Mm -hmm. listening to our editing, our podcast episode one, there are some times where you're like, oh, God, I sound like that. What I say? Nah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's great to have a friend that you can rely on. I'm sure there's people in your life that you can rely on to call up. You know, I have these thoughts going on. Help me. Help me. Mm-hmm. Help me out. Ground me. It's one Squash of those resources. It. And we talked about, you know, that with our handcraft yoga workshop in January. And we talk about when you're having the idea to do something and then you're gathering your materials and you're starting to have those feelings of overwhelm because wait, I don't have all those materials I thought I needed or I thought I had. And then you're digging into those internal resources. You're looking for external resources. Mm-hmm. You're building your dream team, yes. your squad. Yes. And then you're seeing that thing happen. Yes. Whether or not you realized how it could or. Oh. <sighs> so squash your inner critic. Squash it like a little gnarly nasty little germ yeah bluey yeah bluey yeah put some hand sanitizer around that thing <laughs> and um pull that weed i didn't i didn't want to squash the bugs don't kill so him maybe we should just release the inner critic release out into it. our imagination and let yeah. it just run wild with all of its new cheerleader friends and see if it changes its course in mm-hmm. our minds mm-hmm. Yeah, and being just being mind speaking of minds, just being mindful, just being mm-hmm. mindful of when the voices come, and then being able to 
move on move it not just like let it take you on and over the rest mm-hmm. of your day or mood yeah. or your intention mm-hmm. don't let it change your intention about mm-hmm. doing something that you're into that mm-hmm. you're suddenly now afraid of and self-doubting and don't want to write that because what if someone thinks I have this dark weird thing going on like what if I just write this weird thing and Katie's gonna think I'm a total nut but write it and share it and yeah who cares I mean, it's... Do you think I'm a nut, Katie? I definitely... I know. I, I know. <laughs> you are a little peanut almond oh. cashew. Oh. Pimanchu. Pimanchu. Oh, sounds, that sounds like yeah. that. Yeah. No. Mm. We'll nope. work on that. We're going to come back to that. Yeah. Try nut. Cash. Yeah. Just move on. <laughs> Okay. okay. <laughs> Did we decide what game we're going to play? No, we we didn't decide. Let's do the one where I tell you this is Yes. Okay. This my name is Leah McCullen. My name is Leah McCullen. I like to drive my red pickup truck. I like to roll in the grass on a sunny afternoon. I like to catch ladybugs. I like to paint in my painter studio. And I like to dance on Friday nights wearing my bright red cowboy boots. Oh, so this game is one where I introduce the person in that last round. Now Katie's going to do one. But then Katie tells me five things about that person that are not related to each other. So all those things, as you might have noticed, were completely random things about Leah McCullen and... She sounds like a hoot. Yeah. She drives a pickup truck and she likes to go dancing in her red boots. Is that what I heard? Yeah, maybe? both the pickup truck and the boots were red, which... Well, that just shows a consistency She just likes color. color. Yeah. yeah. She's dominating. She's a painter. Oh, yeah. She likes to roll in the grass. That one was... <laughs> I thought... Mm. What kind of woman yeah. just goes out and rolls around in the grass? Had your first thing not have been that she drove a vehicle i might have thought you were talking about an animal all of a sudden but no she no and she likes ladybugs which are also red Ooh, she's got a pattern yep. i like her yep leah nice to meet mm-hmm. you nice to meet you leah all right monica are you ready to meet <laughs> probably not <laughs> Susie chattersbox <laughs> My name is Susie Chattersbox. I am deathly afraid of conversations. I love spider webs. My favorite food is pepperoni pizza with onions. I like to go swimming in extremely cold water. And I always wear red lipstick. Oh. Nice to meet you. So nice to meet you, Susie Chattersbox, who doesn't like conversations. I know, wouldn't you wouldn't expect that. No. And love spider webs. Oh, she's so complex. She really is. And cold water swimming. Complex, I say again. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Yep. Do we need more characters? We feel good about it. We both I liked that. I liked okay. that. Yeah. So any name, any things, that's fun. We'll try that again yeah. someday. Yeah. Someday. I like that. Mm-hmm. Well, feeling ready to write? I feel right. I feel ready. I feel r- r- Writing? righty. 
to red. Ooh. Now you're talking like Leah. Mm-hmm. McCullen. She's righty to red all the time with her red stuff. Yep. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, oh, I did want to mention, we wanted to mention, mm. that we do plan to share a reader's story on a future episode. However, given the short amount of time between... Our last recording in this one, we don't actually have a community share story yet. Right. So when we get that to our email inbox soon at the letter K, the letter T, KT, and Moni, M-O-N-I, at gmail.com, send us your stories and we will read one next time. Yes. Hopefully, if it's there. Yep. And also send us some prompts. Uh, We read some Sixth Sense cards that is such a tongue twister for me. It really is. Um, out of the writer's toolbox, which is what we're using right now as our number one resource for these stories. Um, today we're going to use some different prompts, which can also prompt you. <laughs> but we're looking for any suggestions, any and all suggestions for prompts. And um, you guys can send those over. And that will help keep our stories fun, creative, and footloose, fancy free. Footloose, fancy Going to be free. dancing in my red cowboy boots, getting out of my pickup truck. Hi. Hey. Nice to meet you. Hi. <laughs> well, which one should we do today? The same style or should we go with the... I think we should do the... First sentence. Yep. So this one's going to have a first sentence. A non sequitur. And a last sentence. A last straw or last oh, right. sentence. Yeah. It could be really used either way. We've done both. And really any of these could be used any way they inspired you. So I was talking with another friend earlier and she was discussing... That she was feeling like writing for each prompt individually and that there would be, it would be harder for her to kind of link them together. And so, yeah, do whatever moves you. Like if you just can't link them together and that's causing a creative block, do something that's unrelated. Just do something else. So, and honestly, if you were like a awesome with your pen and paper for sketching, you could draw a picture of these things. You could yes. write a poem. You could do so many different things with these prompts. They don't have to be short stories. And we would love for variety. Yeah. And, and your self. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yep. Okay. Yay. Yay. So we're going to start with this first sentence. So if you're new to this game, which all of you are, <laughs> what we're going to do is read the prompt. Katie and I are going to press pause here. You won't notice a pause, but we're going to write for three minutes. And in that three minute time, you will have your own timer that you're setting with your pen and pad or your computer, or whatever you're choosing to write. However, we'll come back with the second prompt. You'll write for three more minutes, etc. Etc. Yeah. So, so we're each pausing, writing for three minutes, coming back to the table for the next prompt. Or you're just listening through and you're going to hear us quickly pause three times and then you'll get a story. So yeah. be patient if you're just listening. And then you're going to be way. like, dang it, I should have waited yeah. to listen to the prompts because now I've heard them. So I can't be authentic and write these. I mean, you could still write the story later. You still could. Yeah. Totally. But, but, you know, it's not as off the random. We, we're looking for that yeah. instant thing. So. While we're writing, we are squashing our critic. We're just writing what comes to our mind. We're not worried about it. Nope. We just nope. let it flow. Letting it flow. We've never seen these prompts before. I'm going to hand it to Katie. She's going to read it, and it's going to be fun. Here's your first sentence. Michael sat down in the middle of the road and began to cry. Ooh. This could get dark. 
Here we go. Pausing. Okay. Ready for the next prompt? Non sequitur is you're drawing this time. I decided the only solution was to seduce him. Cool. Changing directions. Nothing like squashing inner critics over here. Yep. We're doing great. <laughs> We're doing so amazing. And here our is last straw is the way he writes with both his left and right hands. That is such a talent. Interesting. That is ambidextrity. Yes. Uh, yeah. You know. Okay. Mm. All right. Well, that was a fun one. We got some stories. I'm excited. Yeah, we got some stories about Michael and the ambidextrous person. And, and about uh, oh, seduction. The seduction. Yeah. So you went first last time. Should I go first? You totally should go first. Okay. I'm so excited to hear what you wrote. All righty. So using our three prompts, here is my story that came out of the blue. Michael sat down in the middle of the road and began to cry. He had finally arrived at his destination. After weeks of hitchhiking, walking in the rain, and sleeping under trees, he had done it. The treasure map had been a little more cryptic than he'd anticipated. The, s the scale of miles was way off, so it threw him off course in many ways. But had he not been rerouted, he wouldn't have found the sacred acorn, or the golden orb of light. Here he was, where X literally marked the spot, on this long-forgotten back road. It looked as though the X had been there 100 years, yet was clear as day to Michael. I decided the only solution was to seduce him. He was crying tears of joy in the road. This would be the perfect time to mosey out of my undercover woods gear that I've been following him with. <laughs> I knew as soon as he got that map, he'd know how to lead me to its treasure. I started to prepare my best damsel in distress act. I was ready to claim my rightful booty once and for all. Ooh. I started to stumble his direction to make my presence known. I walked out onto the road. He looked up from his celebratory cry and was startled to see me standing there, looking like a total train wreck. Wait, what was my plan here? How will I seduce this man, who has all the determination to see things through, and all the willpower to not just use the golden orb of light to grant his every desire? <laughs> Suddenly, I felt completely powerless to this man. I realize he's been speaking to me, and I've been staring back at him, dumbfounded, and suddenly so love-struck. He's writing a note on the back of his map, First with his right hand, then he switches to his left. Oh, he's even ambidextrous. <laughs> Do you need help? The note said. I remained speechless. I simply smiled and laid a big old smooch on his scruffy bearded lips. I think I found my booty after all. Hey. It's a love story. Wow, a treasure map. Isn't that nice? I liked that. <laughs> and she you. was totally not on his side. Not at first. And then she realized his ambidextriousness really yeah. caught her off guard. Mm -hmm. As did the golden orb of light. <laughs> Just a side note. Yeah. Are they going to use the light together now? Ooh, won't you like to know? <laughs> I wonder if he's into it. I mean, he might be like, get away from me, you witch. I have What a I'm woman. really curious about is the sacred acorn. Yeah. I wanted to we learn just... more about that, but I never was able to unpack yeah. it. Yeah. 
I thought one of the prompts. You planted a seed. I did. Oh, a nut. See, told you you were a nut. Ah, you were an acorn this whole time. That's funny. Yeah. Okay, here is. Are we ready? Yeah. Okay. Here's my story. Will we ever be ready? I mean, no. But yes. But yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. Michael sat down in the middle of the road and began to cry. He lost sense of the cold, wet gravel soaking through his jeans, hardly noticed the tears streaming down his cheeks. What am I going to do, he thought. He let the tears fall and let out a long, loud groan of heartache. He was startled by the rough, wet slurp at his ear. His old canine companion, Samson, a beautiful border collie, had been by his side through this whole mess. He didn't know how he could bear his feelings for Roger anymore. His sexy, strong muscles as he worked behind Michael's favorite bar, Bottoms Up, were sparking Michael in ways he didn't think possible. Roger was in a toxic relationship. Michael knew from months of going into the, into the bar for a beer, although deep down he knew he only wanted to spend time with Roger. He never wanted to break up a happy, cop a happy couple, but Josh was terrible for Ro Roger. Michael knew that for a fact. He would have to seduce Roger before the waiting and wanting ate him up from the inside more than they already had. Michael was a man of many talents. Musician, actor, self-made businessman of a quite successful app. He was even ambidextrous. <laughs> he so often focused on his bad habits. He couldn't see the fact that he was already a total catch. He thought hard as he dried his tears, and he picked uh, <clears throat> as he picked up Samson's. Wait a minute. He thought hard as he dried his tears, and his pup Samson cocked his head and whined at him. Michael stood up, grabbed Samson's leash, and told his inner crit critic to shut the hell up. It was time to go to bottoms up. And change a few things. Ooh, I love that. <gasps> and it tied into our freaking stuff yeah, earlier. That's right. That's great, Katie. Yeah, Michael was just sitting there crying on the road. And then he's Ugh. like, hello. Get your shit together, man. Go get your man. Yeah, I love that. That was yeah. a great story. Thanks. Yeah. And yeah. I like that his dog's name was Samson. Yeah. Because we were talking about dogs named Samson earlier. <laughs> sure were. This is the third dog named Samson we've discussed today. Today. Just brought it all in, you know. Oh, that's something else we really... Do we have time to touch on? Sure. Yeah. yeah. We have a couple minutes. We wanted to just touch on filling the reservoir. That as creative people, whether, again, you're painting or writing or whatever you're doing, as you go about your life, it is so important to... Fill your reservoir by being aware of your environment, by looking at the way the wind blows through the grass, of the way that people interact, of conversations you have, of all of these things that happen to you every single day. Those things fill up your reservoir. And that when she's saying the reservoir, I think when we were talking about this earlier, that each one of those observations is like a drop into this well and so as each thing you're mindful of and each connection with nature you appreciate and all of these little droplets that seemingly aren't that significant on their own but each adding on top of the next on top of the next over time 
fills a reservoir and creates a well to draw from in times of emptiness and overwhelm. And so learning to see those um, reminders of how much capacity we have to hold Mm -hmm. for this beautiful life and all that it presents and all of its twists and turns. Mm -hmm. Like we may not have gotten that golden orb of light. We didn't go down that road. We accidentally didn't mean to go down. But now we have the golden orb of light in our pockets. Turns out. It was there all along. Please refer to the Wizard of Oz for more information on that (laughs) metaphor once again. (laughs) If you haven't done your homework from episode one, here's a great chance to catch up. That's right. Mm. Well, anything else? I think that wraps it up for today. And we can't wait to see you guys next time. Share us your stories, ktandmoney at gmail.com. Send one from today's prompts or episode one's prompts, whatever you're feeling. Mm-hmm. And please be sure, as we are brand new, to like us, rate us, send us emails, give us feedback. Unless it's negative, we will delete it. <laughs> Share us with someone else. Tell your friend about this creative story you wrote and let them know about how they can play right here right now too yeah okay oh one more thing in the words of one of my personal favorite poets and in her memory i wanted to commemorate a sign off it may not stick but for her today mary oliver is her name and her sign off is to pay attention be astonished and tell about it Bye. Bye.